then I choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo. Yo, yo, what up, what up, what up? This is Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast, episode 335. I'm back with no further delay. I mean, it wasn't really a delay. If you follow me on, if y'all don't follow me on Twitter, then y'all probably be lost because I give all the updates of what I'm doing or not doing on Twitter. And I already told y'all that I wasn't going to do, I was going to skip an episode because it wasn't nothing last week and, you know, um, some things would happen. Sometimes when I skip a week, it's because I don't have anything to talk about, and I know if I wait another week, it'll be more content, so that's what happened this time. So anyway, though, I'm back, and once again, I don't know how long this is going to be, <laughs> um, or what this is going to be. I mean, I do have it, I, I do have um, the thing mapped out, but I'm not really sure. Well, well let's just see what happens. All right, so... Um, Yours in negritude is going out to LSU women's basketball team for winning the national championship. Um, my bra- I, I had South Carolina and LSU in the final with South Carolina winning. So, of course, when South Carolina dipped to Iowa, my bracket was f- fucked up. Um, um, I mean, I didn't, I, I knew, I knew LSU was going to get to the final. Um, I just, I just. I mean, I watched women's basketball. I've, I've, like I told y'all last week, I've watched women's basketball since I was 12 years old. I know the game. I know the college game. I know the pro game. So um, let's just jump into it because I got a lot to say. But um, yours and never two to LSU. So the first thing I want to say to all you motherfuckers that just started watching women's basketball last week or whatever, two weeks ago, or the game, the LSU-Iowa, I mean the, the South Carolina-Iowa game, I need y'all to shut the fuck up. Okay, because y'all are the main ones that for years and years now have been telling us women's basketball is not popular and it's nothing you could do. Nobody wants to watch girls play ball and anybody can beat them. First of all, let me tell you something. Angel Reese is 6'3". Okay, that whole South Carolina team, nobody was under 6'1". Okay, you motherfucking niggas who can't even make your high school team, or maybe you made your high school team, but you was not good enough to play Division I college, y'all can't beat none of them girls. None of them girls. Okay. Y'all niggas be 5'8", and how do I know? Because I played ball. And I'm not comparing myself to Andrew Reese and them, but I was fucking good, all right? And it had it been WNBA in my day, I could have made it, all right? Um, and, you know, those girls are, they, first of all, they grow up playing with boys. I don't know what y'all think that, you know, I don't know what y'all think, where y'all think these girls learn to play at. They're playing in the parks with y'all niggas with actually other dudes that are good enough to go to college, they playing with the pros, they playing in the camps, they playing in the AAA, what is it, AUC, whatever the fuck, they playing in the same places that the men are playing, okay, those motherfuckers get to the LSUs and the, and the South Carolinas and the Yukons, not just playing with girls, because that's, you can't, 
You don't get to that elite level playing with girls. You have to play with men because men are faster and men are stronger, and that's how you get better. When I was in the military, before they figured out I could, you know, I could ball and put me on a team team, like everywhere I, every, or before they figured out, like, you know, you move around. Every time I went to a new base, they didn't know who I was, so, you know, they see me in the gym. Hey, you want to get a run? All right, sure, whatever. I really don't even like running with, I, you could just tell when niggas be bums anyway. I really, so I'm picky with who I even play with, but it's, you know, it's, a, it's some athletes in the military. Um, get a run. Yeah, sure. They always want to try to put the girl on me. I'm like, all right, that shit don't work out quick because she's not fast enough. She's not strong enough. And she's just here for intramural. She ain't no baller. So you feel, once they figure that out, then, you know, <laughs> it'd be a regular run. So, um, and it's always funny because, you know, Marine, well, the base I was at, Fort Meade, that's a, a joint service base. So, you know, it's always some random Air Force girl or fucking Army girl trying to play ball. That's cute. But, you know, the Marines would always stand in the back like, oh, hey, watch this. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, we had a pretty competitive league. We had a men's league, we had a women's league, and then we had a mixed league. I don't do that mixed. Well, I actually did do the mixed league because our men, our Marine men, they, they, they ball. When you balling, it don't matter, man, woman, if they know you could play, they, you know, it's good. It's it's when you got these motherfuckers that can't play or they trying to, sh- you know, that girl we always see on TikTok where they always trying to show how they could beat the girl. That's when, like, I don't got time for that shit because you a bum and you can't fucking, nigga, I done crossed you up half a million times. I'm really just, you you can't, you can't, you, you, you not cut like that, right? So I said it all to say that Y'all really got on my nerves with this tournament because y'all don't know shit about women's basketball. And everybody was just talking so much bullshit. All just so surprised. Oh, my God, Caitlin Clark is the greatest. No, she's not. She's not no. She's a good player. Don't get me wrong. She's a good player, but she wasn't the best player on that court, as y'all saw, clearly, on that court. And definitely not the best college player ever. Like, I don't know. Like, y'all just started watching. Like, LSU shut her completely down. You know why Don, Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird and, and um, 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 damn, Shamiqua Holdsclaw, who don't play no more, and, um, fucking, who else? Um, um, Rebecca Stewart. You know what? And Rebecca Lobo. You know why all them motherfuckers got four and five championship rings? They do. Look it up. Most of them came through UConn or Tennessee. Um, pretty much, yeah. UConn or Tennessee, those were like the powerhouse teams back in the day. You know why? Because when they was in the court, nobody could shut them down. Nobody could. So that's why they had year after year. And I'm going to tell you something. Anybody that watch women basketball, y'all know what I'm about to say. A lot of people do not like Diana Taurasi. I get it. They don't like her. She's 40 now. She's not the player that she used to be, although she's still really good. But peak Diana Taurasi at UConn and peak Diana Taurasi that the WNBA emblem is made, she would have ate Caitlin Clark the fuck up. Are y'all kidding me? She would have shut Caitlin Clark complete. Y'all think Caitlin Clark shoot three? She shoots threes from anywhere. Diana Taurasi will pull up. They call listen. It's the reason they call her the Black Mamba. Diana Taurasi Taurasi can pull up from half court off the dribble, bang bang, and one all day. That's why they have all those rings. That's why they're on the Olympic team. That's why they have all those gold medals. That's why you. That's why Brittany Griner on the run dunking. Like, y'all, I need y'all to shut the fuck. I'm glad that everybody's watching the game. Good, watch it. Like we said, if you show the game, people will watch it because people who like basketball can see that that's, oh, shit, this is quality ball. 
That's another thing. All you niggas talking about, oh, the, again, just started watching women's ball. Why can't the women declare after a year? Shut the fuck up. They don't declare after a year because it doesn't, it, it's, it's, it's not good for them and it's not good for the game. The men's college game is trash because of that shit and the pro game is getting trash because of that shit because they don't have the fundamentals. Everybody getting in and dribbling and shooting threes and nobody plays defense and I know some people like that, whatever. I don't. Um, I prefer the old NBA style whatever, but I'm just saying, the women don't need to do that, women's basketball is perfect, they have NIL deals now so they can get money in school, those girls, they stay in, usually the four years, they get their degrees, some of them stay in to get their master's degree, so that if they don't get make it in WNBA, which is a big if, because it's still a small league, hopefully it'll expand, but right now, you could be, you could be John Blaze, like I said, you could be Caitlin Clark, but if it's only one spot between Diana Taurasi and Caitlin Clark, Diana Taurasi's gonna get it, so Caitlin Clark has to go play overseas. That's just how it is. Diana Taurasi plays overseas too, but that, that's her second option. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that competitive, alright? If it's Cheryl Swoops and Angel Reese, it's, it's, it's expanding now, saying like, say these was coming out at the same time. If it's Cheryl Swoops and Angel Reese, and it's not, it's only one spot on that team left, it's, it's gonna be Cheryl Swoops. You know what I mean? Like, that's how tight it is. I'm not, I'm just using that for an example. Angel's gonna be fine, but I'm just using that the league is not as expanded as the NBA. They don't have all these farm teams and shit that people could go through. So that's why they play overseas. They also play overseas because it's more money, okay? But now that the NIL deals are coming through, they don't have to declare for the draft early. Some of them, Alana Boston, she did because she didn't want to take her extra graduate year, but they get their degrees. And that's why you see a lot of them in, in coaching positions and, and, and back office positions in NBA teams or WNBA teams. They be, you know, GMs and scope and, and, and coach, not GMs, but like scouts and, 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 um, you know, executive positions, you know, finance, all the different stuff that you can do, you know, as an executive, that a lot of the men players, because they don't graduate, and because they don't have that education, that skill, they can't, so you'll see them on TV as announcers, you know, maybe, if they have that skill, not even all of them, but, you know, they'll get endorsements or whatever, but the ones who, who really don't, who jump, don't get the education, don't really make it an NBA, sometimes they end up on reality TV, Some, you know what I mean, car insurance salesmen, like, that shit don't work out for them, because they weren't good enough to go pro, they, you know, maybe they play overseas, maybe they got injured, you know what I'm saying, but the women's game actually does it right, and I need people who don't know shit about the game, and ain't been studying to leave it alone, them women do not need to come out early, they don't hurt themselves by coming, they actually hurt themselves by coming out early, because like I just said, the WNBA, the, the women's game is fundamentally elite, because this shit y'all complain about, oh, it's no dunks, it's no this, it's no that, okay, but it's very good basketball, it's picks and rolls, it's cuts, it's three points, it's spinning off, like, it's textbook basketball, you have to be very good, you have to know how to play defense, you have to know, you have to understand the game, know where you at, y'all watched that game, y'all saw how it went, all the cuts they were making, how Caitlin was spinning off the picks, how they break free, that shit is all fundamental, how that big Marla Hooch looking chick from Aya was getting the ball right under the basket, not putting it on the floor at all, just going straight up for her, old school style, that's strong fundamental you don't see nobody in the NBA doing that now. They, they got seven footers way out shooting three pointers, which that's fine. I understand the game evolves, but I'm just saying, if you try to drop out your first or second year as a woman's player and go to the WNBA, you ain't gonna make it. You going you going. It's it's very rarely anybody is that good and that ready to get drafted that early. I know y'all think that, but not really. Um, 
you see that South Carolina team is juggernaut as they were. They got out coached and they got outplayed. I love Don't Stay the Death, but they got out coached and they got outplayed. They never adjusted to what Iowa was doing. They were they were too timid, worried about fouls, and and just letting Caitlin Clark just drive unimpeded to the basket over and over and over again with that big ass team y'all got. Shouldn't have had Alana Boston sitting out that whole half because she got two fouls. Kate and Clark played with two fouls. Listen, it's win or go home. You know, you put your player in. Listen, we know the rest of bullshit. We know they're calling it tight. Just listen. Just plant your feet. Go straight up. Don't move. Don't slide into the pick. You know, don't foul, basically. I mean, you just got to put it in your player's hands. Listen, don't worry about the refs. Let me get on them. Don't foul. So, you know, I just want everybody to, then, you know, the shit about Angel and the finger. Listen, man, it's a sports. Girl ballers talk more shit than anybody. Everybody knows in sports. Every, I'm going to tell you what happened. See, this is, this is what, this is my little soapbox, but I'm going to get on it again because this is what happened. That whole everybody gets a trophy shit where couldn't be no, everybody's winners. Everybody's the same. We all have to get along. So those people are now older and they seeing they seeing these 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 girls being older now and they want to do the same thing no should have never start giving trophies to losers should have never start oh well we can't make them feel but listen this is fucking comp- competition sports if you're not good enough to play this game you need to go find what you're good at okay you need to go find ch- chess or checkers or sp- whatever it is this ain't it we don't give both teams don't get trophies only the winners get trophies only the winners get to go to the white house if you want to wave your hand you can't see me in front of that's cool that's cool and when i'm blowing your ass out by 20 guess what you can't see this ring that's about to be on my finger you ain't you not cut like that we shut you the fuck down you up you you down by 18 we frustrating the fuck out of you you shooting wild ass threes because you can't do nothing with our defense we not gonna let you beat us because the rest of your team is chopped liver if you not if you not scoring unimpeded to the basket like South Carolina, we not South Carolina. And actually, South Carolina, they are homegirls and we don't know we don't like how you was being disrespectful and acting like y'all was John Blaze against that. T- I mean, good on y'all. Y'all beat the favorites, no doubt. But you know, you ain't getting by us like that. Cause Coach Kim, Maggie Kim over here. You ain't got to like that hoe, but she a hell of a fucking coach. She's a hell of a fucking coach. And she was on that sideline on them refs' ass because the refs was calling some bullshit. Who the fuck calls travels? Like, nigga, I can't... Yo, it, we used to have this saying when, when when we was little and we should go play ball random. We would hate playing, like, white girls and, like, suburban white teams. We hated it because everybody know a pickup. You call your own fouls, right? You don't call little pick fouls. You do call foul fouls, but you don't call little pick fouls. Whenever you go play them little white suburban girls or them little white leads, these motherfuckers calling shit like side out, 10 seconds, double drill. Like, nobody plays that on a pickup. And that's what I felt like them refs, like... I hate them. You get them refs like you could tell them motherfuckers Google every rule in the rule book and they got memorized. And, oh, that's a trap. She took nobody calls that. Like you only call a travel when I mean listen, Jordan, Iverson, Kobe, technically them motherfuckers just travel all the time, but you don't call that. You get that one step, that one extra hop, whatever you want to call it, that foot drag, whatever you want to call it, that a lot of players do. Yeah, technically that's a travel, but you don't call it because everybody does that. Now, if a nigga taking two, three, four, or double, you know, yeah, you call that. But they was like the girl, the girl would get the you you the player has to have a chance to establish their position. If you get me, if you throw me the ball and I get the ball, I have I get to catch the ball, put my foot down, move my other foot to, to establish my position. That's not a travel. A travel is if I pick the foot up and I move and I take a step or I try to run. You know what I mean? They was calling bullshit. 
So, I get it. But, you know, look. It was an amazing series. It was an amazing game. I, I, I really thought... Um, I, South Carolina really disappointed because, like, a lot of people who was watching the game, again, that no ball kept saying, yo... Why do y'all put, put a body on Caitlyn, play defense, stop letting her just, she was just doing whatever she wanted to do, and it made her look like she was John Blaze, and I'm not saying the girl's not good, but 40 points on y'all, that's for, that's that's crazy, she didn't get 40 points on LSU because Kim wasn't having that, Kim was like, wherever she go, it's gonna be a body on her, if she makes the three, she makes the three, but y'all, Make her dish that shit. Don't just keep letting her drive to the basket. You know, she had no straight-on layups, if you notice. She had to shoot all threes or dish it off. That's how you play her. So, Kim was not having that shit, and Kim was on the refs like, hey, 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 run that shit again because you missed that. Even though she lost the call, she was right, though. She was right. And and, and what Kim, and Kim, what she said at halftime, and I agree with, this is my thing. I, I don't like when refs insert themselves into the game at all, but my thing is, my thing has always been with refs. Either call it tight, or don't call it tight. If you gonna call it tight, you gotta call it tight both ways. If you gonna let people play, you gotta let people play both ways. But you can't be calling it tight one way, this girl take one step, all of a sudden she got three fouls, but this fucking Marla Hooch bitch been hooking people with her elbow the whole series and ain't nobody calling shit. It's, you know what I mean? So, that 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 was my issue with the refs. I, refs. I thought the refereeing was terrible. I think you can't be calling travels in a game like that. You a per, you can't be calling offensive fouls and 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 defensive fouls on a player that's trying to establish their position. They don't even have their feet set yet, that, and you calling a foul. Like she has a right to establish her position and clear her space before you can call her for a foul. I thought they was terrible refs. I thought I don't like when refs you know try to make themselves a part of the game. And I could them motherfuckers was them. Sometimes you get them refs in games, and you be like, these motherfuckers done Googled all the rules, because they be, they just be calling bullshit, like trying to, you know, show how, how, mu- how much of the rules they know and shit, this is a 10 second, third toe foul over the line, two tenths inch, you be like, bitch, like, I, I hate, I hate referees like that, anyway, congratulations to LSU, um, UConn, I told y'all, no, di- listen, I love Dawn Staley, South Carolina, no disrespect, but UConn is my team, they always been my team, they've been my team, so I'm 12 years old, they're gonna be my team, and they, all the, um, Paige and them is back, they're not injured no more, they're getting good players in, we gonna see, okay, I think, I think South Carolina, and people trying to, listen, I understand what y'all saying about South Carolina losing a lot of their players, but nigga, they have this team still only had one loss in three hundred sixty something games. So I don't understand how all of a sudden now they down to five. Like, I mean, that's fine, and of course LSU should be number one because they won a championship. That's how it worked. But like, y'all got Notre, Dame, y'all got teams that went out before South Carolina ahead of South Carolina. That don't make sense to me. But we'll see what's gonna happen with the transfer portal. Um, yeah, so. And 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 to add to that, y'all. So the controversy it's been dead, it's been talked to death. But all I want to say is I, I liked. I think Dawn Dawn Staley made and an, had an made an incredible press conference. And when she said what she said, people tried to make it like she was a sore loser, which I thought was bullshit because she, never did she make an excuse for losing. Not one time she said, "Hey, we lost. We got a lot of victories. We have success, and you don't all the time win. This time we ain't win." She wasn't crying about losing at all. She said the same thing. Hey, you don't always win. Other teams win too. So I never got how is she being a sore loser. Well, she wasn't. What she was telling y'all is. 
we hear the way y'all talking about, I hear what she said was my, my team in, in particular. And because this is what I think people don't understand. Women's basketball is very small. Dawn Staley is a fucking a soup. I don't know if you know, but Dawn Staley is always on that original 95 women's, um, 93, 91, whatever. Women's dream team. I always forget the year because it was, they called every team after that dream team. But the original one, I think it was 93, one, one of them. On that original team, okay, she has all the gold medals, okay, um, She's one of the the, pin, the, the pinnacles of, of, the, of women's basketball. Like, she's a name that gets mentioned, you know, uh, she's, a, she's the Allen Iverson to the Michael Jordans, to the Kobe. She's up there, okay? So, I don't know if y'all know, maybe some of y'all only realize, only know her as coach of South Carolina, but um, she has a full career. She is a, a, a fucking founding member of the WNBA and, and, and an amazing player herself. She's actually the point guard that I model my game after because I saw her play in Philly, and, like, she's legendary. She used to play right there on the North, she's from North Philly, she play on Dobbins Courts. Um, legendary in the city, okay? Um... So to be calling her a sore loser is fucking stupid. Do y'all know how many gold medals she has? Do y'all know how many? She got NCAA championships. She got gold medals. She got fucking championships overseas. Like, shut the fuck up. This is what I'm talking about. Y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. I appreciate y'all watching the game, but y'all need to fucking know what the fuck y'all talking about or just shut the fuck up and watch the game, okay? But she said, listen, I hear y'all talking shit about my team, my black girls on my team, we're not thieves, we're not, uh, whatever she said, and those of us who knew, especially those of us who played again, we knew exactly what she was talking about, okay, and it's funny how, you know, all that got said about what she had to say, and then the very next day, what happened, exactly what she was talking about, because we seen the difference in the coverage, y'all swore these fucking Iowa corn huskers, you know, trying to make Kate and Clark the greatest of all time, that is so disrespectful, do y'all know how disrespectful, that, that is like, if you right now pick, um, let me think of somebody that's good, but not. Like, if you was to take Kyrie Irving and say he was the greatest basketball player that ever played the game over Jordan, over Kobe, over LeBron, over Bill Russell, over Larry Bird, over Zion Thomas, over Magic Johnson, over Kareem, over Dr. J, over, over, the list is on and on. Tim, Tim, um, fuck, Timmy. Well, I'm forgetting Tim's name. Um, uh, over, over everybody, over these guys that have won multiple, over Barkley, over Shaq, over these guys that have won multiple championships, um, some in college, some not, well, I think most in college, no, well, no, I don't think, whatever, you know, some of them run in college, multiple championships, multiple rings, guys on the dream team, be like you saying Kyrie Irving is the greatest player to ever play the game because you saw a Kyrie Irving play two fucking games. And Kyrie Irving's a really good fucking player. He's very good. Hotep, you know, Hotep handles is what I call him. Very good player. But that's the equivalent of what you're doing when you try to, when you watch Caitlin Clark play two or three games and claim she's the greatest ever. That's the equivalent of what you was doing. Speaking out of fucking ignorance. Because no, not even close. And I'm not saying that girl's not good but not even close. We'll see if she makes the Olympic team. She might not even make the Olympic team. I mean, she will probably because, I mean, she's, you know, a known player. Now, I don't know, though. She, that's what I'm saying, man. She might not. It's Candace Parker didn't make the Olympic team. It was some politics behind it, but I'm just saying, you just because you good, that Olympic team is tight, and you that's how you know who is the best, if whoever's on that Olympic team. Cause that's when the competition you 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 uh, the elite against the elite and somebody gotta fall. So we'll see if she makes it. 
Um, but yeah, I just I thought Angel Reese. I, I, I'm, this is what I do want to say, and I said this before with the Britney Griner situation. Listen, these ballers, these girls that play ball, they play ball. All right, they they all day, every day, 24-7, they've been ballers since they was little. They know the league they in. They know the shit people talk about them. They know the perception. They see all the little bullshit. They see it. It's them firsthand, okay? They can speak for themselves. I'm tired of you fucking grown-ass fucking 40, 50 media bitches who don't know fucking shit about basketball, always trying to insert just the same thing with the Britney Griner situation, trying to act like y'all's the pressure that got Biden moving on her. Get the fuck out of here, okay? I'm tired of y'all inserting y'all shit. Angel Reese said what the fuck she said. She meant what she said. I thought she explained herself very well. I don't think it was nothing unclear. Y'all call me hood. Y'all call me ghetto. Y'all been saying the same things. That's fine. I'm not changing. This is for all the little girls that look like me, and it's a whole lot of them out there. And I and, and I can be who I want to be, and I'm basketball Barbie and all of that, and I still averaging 24 points a game, 15 boards, and I forgot how many rebounds, and you can't fucking touch me. And I got a ring now. What? She don't need y'all fucking aunties and... and, and social justice warriors and black girl magic bitches trying to fucking restate what she said and, and talk about why, oh, she, y'all need to say why she's going to the White House. First of all, Angel was always going to the fucking White House. The LA, whoever win the championship goes to the White House, bitch, and we going. We going to eat the fucking prime rib on the good fucking China and take the fucking pictures. She was just saying what she wanted to say and frustrated. And if she don't want to fucking, because that's what they do. And every black person knows that. Here we go. Like somebody, soon as soon as um Jill Scott, um, Jill Scott, soon as Jill um Biden made that and 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 look this is what I'm going to say about Jill Biden. I don't think Jill Biden really meant nothing about it. I think Jill Biden is a lifelong teacher, and that's what teachers do. Uh, those be the ones on the playground. Oh, girls, don't talk like that. You know, you're all friends. Yeah, all that, all that, all that lady shit. I get what y'all say about the misogyny angle. I'm not, I did not miss that. But I just really think Jill was just on some teacher shit, because that's what teachers do, right? You guys get along, blah, blah, blah. I don't think she really meant it how, but... It got jumped on like it did because that's the kind of shit we be talking about. That's the kind of uh, that's the kind of shit that when we say it's racist, y'all want to argue us down and fucking scream and holler and make your diversity inclusion boards and have all these programs and 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 how can we get more people in and it be simple shit like that that we're talking about because when the black girls win, it's oh well everybody play good let's invite everybody now if LSU would have lost they wouldn't have said that Caitlin wouldn't have been up there I would have been up there they would not have invited LSU it's like some. Somebody said this is like when you know a black person or a POC person at a high school wins valedictorian then all of a sudden because of some little white girl who thought she should have won it gets upset her parents complain then all of a sudden they're going to do a co-valedictorian nah bitch it ain't no co-valedictorian the valedictorian has the highest GPA which is me this bitch's GPA is lower than mine I don't care about how many extra credits so we knew exactly what she was talking about Everybody knew what she was talking about. Motherfuckers already got to work twice as hard, and we got to, and then when you lose, we got to be graceful in class and make you feel good about being a loser. White people, y'all on our fucking nerves, man. This is the shit we talking about. This right here. Y'all on our fucking nerves. And like Shannon Sharp said, all that bullshit was overshadowing the actual victory. Nobody needed to say anything. Caitlin Clark wasn't complaining about it. 
Nobody on that Iowa court was complaining about it. Everybody was good. It was y'all motherfuckers on the outside always trying to glom yourself on an issue that made it an issue. It's sports. People talk shit. Caitlyn, nobody had a problem when Caitlyn was all, you can't see me, Louisville, and you can't see me, whoever else. Nobody had a problem with it then. It was fire. It was this. But when Reese threw it back, oh, she's classless. And that fucking boy... I hope Angel got a brother or uncle somebody can say, because, listen, we need to bring back beating niggas up, because when, when that fucking idiot, fucking liberal nigga, what's his name? I don't even, I can't stand his ass anyway. Keith Olbermann called her an idiot boy. I swear to God, if I wanted to jump in a car and go find that motherfucker, like, bitch, say, say that shit now. Say that shit now. We're going to beat you the fuck up, you bitch. You don't even, and then he going to come back the next day talking about, oh, yeah, I don't watch, I don't know anything about it. Exactly. So why are you saying any fucking thing? This is what we talking about, white people. This is exactly what we talking about. This is why y'all get on our fucking nerves. Because why are you fucking saying anything? You don't know shit about it. You don't watch the sport. You don't know fucking shit. But you got you want to call somebody an idiot? This is the shit we talking about. Nigga, you should get up, boy. I wanted to beat you the fuck up so bad. I don't really don't usually get upset, but that shit... That's a 20-year-old black girl that just won a championship. And you gonna, your fucking old bitch ass gonna call her, big boy, nigga. I wanted to beat your ass up. I swear to God. I wanted to jump in the car with some hood niggas I know and go beat your ass up for that shit. And, and, and shout out, because we got to give credit where credit is due, because we Lord knows we drag y'all a lot. Shout out to all the black men. The, the athletes and, and others who came to her defense on that shit like yo nigga you, you, you bugging right now leave her the fuck alone shut the fuck up or you gonna have fucking problems I, shout out to all the unks and the cousins and the big brothers and the little brothers too shout out to all of y'all that came through like yay bro you need to, you need to, you need to, you need to back the fuck up with this shit here and leave Angel the fuck alone, cause this is what we do. And so it was all kind of football players, baseball players, basketball players. All of y'all, shout out to y'all, cause that shit, boy, I swear to God, I wanted to beat that nigga up. Like, oh, okay, I see, I see. We got to go find this dude. You're not gonna talk about you, <laughs> nigga. You don't, you don't, you don't lost your fucking mind. So, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I want to say on that. Congratulations to them. So I said last week, what's that? Oh, so I said last week that I thought Alvin Bragg was full of shit and wasn't doing no indictment. Turns out he was doing indictment. Cool. I still think he's full of shit and I still kind of don't trust him. Um, hopefully he'll get a conviction on this. I mean, a lot of, it seems like a pretty strong case. Um, and I've been, like, kind of listening, not really, because like I said, most of us is like, yo, what took so long, bro? And what is the DOJ doing? And y'all not going, still not doing nothing about this January 6th shit, but I've been kind of reading a little bit here and there on the edges. I'm not even going to front, like, I've been reading deep down into this, but I've been, I've been pilfering around the edges. And it seems like one of the, the 34 accounts, one of them is conspiracy, and they are tying it. They're tying this payoff to Stormy to a, a bunch of other things that he did um, all in trying to affect an election. So it's sounding like, and again, I've just been tipping around the edges. I ain't read deep on it. Some of y'all might know more about it than me. But it's sounding like that's what they're getting to. This might be something that could lead to something else that could lead to something else. Perhaps. We'll see. I still don't think the DOJ is doing a fucking thing. Listen, I'll be happy for that motherfucker to jump out of bag with 1,034 uh, charges tied to all these other different charges. I'd be happy as fuck for that. I just don't 
until I see it, I'm not believing it because I see all this shit going around all over the country and, they, and nothing is being done about it. I see people, uh, GOP people which, uh, removing uh, democratically elected senators for bullshit and nothing's being done. Like I think people forget that the civil rights movement had a, a friendly AG and a friendly president and that's how we got as far as we did. It, 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 none of that would have been done if we didn't have a Department of Justice and an Attorney General that was assisting with the Freedom Summer and, and, and the Klan and everything that was going down in the South. I think people forget that. Because right now, we got an AG that's, sitting, that's not doing a fucking thing. And, and, and it's very different. Okay? I mean, there's no... When, when they killed um, Schwerner, Cheney, and Goodman, um, Lyndon Johnson called up uh, J. Edgar Hoover and said, hey, send your men down there. And they send them down there. I don't... That's not happening now. So... You know, I don't I don't know if people realize that that part is missing, but like, nigga, the people are doing all they can. We are voting. That's all we could do. We're voting to put these people out to put y'all in, but we can't enforce federal laws. We can't like um do things to fucking push through the will of the people. Like y'all got 80% of the vote. We tired of hearing about you don't have the majority. The Republicans didn't have the majority, but they still moving now. Look. Okay? They all they they subverting the majority now. Okay, cause we, so I, I mean, you know, look, this shit ain't gonna hold forever. Y'all can't keep asking people to stand in these long ass um lines. That's because they're suppressing voting. You can't keep asking people to fucking oh, we can't control guns, so y'all gotta fight the government. And you know, people got to go rescue their own children because the bitch ass cops is outside scared of a dude with a rifle. People got to rescue their own kids now. We paying we paying money to the police department, but shit, we got to go in our fucking selves like Rambo and get our own fucking kids out like we in a goddamn movie our damn selves to get our fucking kids out cause while they grown ass men sitting outside we playing 8,000 gallons for eggs I heard gas is ticking back up niggas harassing people to come back into the office for no reason like yo this shit is not gonna hold forever people need y'all to start um doing something because we are coming out to vote and, and it can't just keep being vote harder vote harder like we we nigga every election is more restrictions now they, it's like come on man somebody in Washington gotta do something okay everything can't be about jobs I mean I know jobs are important but like they stripping away people's rights bro we don't have abortion rights nationally anymore and we, we don't really you know see nothing we don't see no 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 pressure being applied and 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 you know uh, look something gotta give and if y'all keep going the way y'all going and people keep waiting for justice and people keep waiting for these people to be bought to heal and it's, and they're not, this shit is going to break loose, bro. I'm telling you. People are only going to believe in the rule of law for so long. But if y'all keep seeing people breaking the rule of law and doing what the fuck they want to do and stripping people of their rights and trying to put that shit, people going to say, okay, well, look, we try to do it y'all way, but this, y'all over there bullshitting, so here we go. And this shit is going to be chaos. That's all I'm saying. The, the, the rule of law is an agreement. People agree to stop taking the law into their own hands and stop all the frontier justice and all this shit that we've had as history in this country and settling, you know, you killed my mama, now I'm gonna go kill your whole family. People stop doing that as an agreement that, okay, we have police. That's their job. If I make, an, if, I make a, 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 if you kill my relative, I can go to the police and, 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 and we'll have a trial. And that per, When that shit falls apart, then people are like, well, fuck it. I ain't calling the police. It's actually like that now, I feel. They're like, I'm not calling the police. They're gonna come here 
me and probably shoot me. I'm just going to kill that nigga, lay him out, whatever. We get in there, because once the, once the faith in the, okay, y'all just going to stand around and not do nothing? Oh, y'all, oh, you going to try to arrest me? I called you here, and you going to try to, I'm the third, okay, I'm telling you, the motherfucking cop people going to start going upside them cops' heads, because they ain't going to be worried about going to jail about it no more. Because, you, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get out of this. It's gonna, I'm telling you. Y'all keep thinking that y'all can just look the other way at all this shit. Something's gonna give. Something's gonna break. I, I, like I told you, I've been to other, I've been to countries where there's no rule of law and there's no order and there's no, you know, tribes and gangs and and you know, strong men are who set the law. I mean, Afghan is run by a bunch of fucking religious zealots. They set the laws, they make the law because there's no rule of law there. And the, and the people that y'all put in, in place, they were corrupt and just took bribes and anybody would get them to do anything. And so there's no respect for the law there. So they literally kill you in the street there. They literally, if somebody accused you of stealing, whether you stole or not, they go grab you and take you and cut your head off. That's what the Taliban does. So, all right. So, Here's what I really want to talk about, and this is why I delayed because I wanted to see Monique's special so I could talk about it. And I've seen, I watched it yesterday, and I've seen all week. I guess some people ran to watch it as soon as it came out. Fine, I've seen the comments all week. Like I said, it was kind of hard. I didn't really know. Put it like this: There are certain people when I see them saying they don't like something, I just I'm like, all right, I just admit because there's certain certain people. The shit they like, I be thinking is dumb, or they just don't like anything. I said this before, like, you niggas don't, you niggas that don't always think everything has got to be a social justice bullshit, or you got a problem with it, I just, I don't care about y'all's opinion. But, I couldn't get a read on it, because nobody, like I said, nobody who, who I know kind of is into the same shit I'm into, or likes the stuff I like, was saying anything about it. So I was like, alright, I don't know. So I watched it yesterday. Now, let me say this. I'm a fan of Monique. I think Monique is funny. I've said this before. I think Monique is a very talented actress. I've watched almost every comedy special Monique has done. It was one, she did a, um, I Could Be a Cellmate Part 2 that I didn't see. I don't know how I missed it, but I missed it. But I saw the first one. And so I think Monique is funny. Um, I saw the special. I'm gonna give the special... And, and when I when I rate comedy specials, understand, I'm rating it, like, same thing I said with the Chris Rock, I've seen Chris Rock be funnier. I'm waiting, I'm rating it by that person's other shit I've seen, right? So this is not the funniest I've seen Monique be, but I did not expect her to, after all that has occurred that we all know about, between her and Oprah, her and, 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 and um, Lee Daniels, and the whole shit with Netflix, and all the bullshit... I did not expect this Netflix special to be her coming out. Hey, nigga, knock, knock, who's there? It's me, hearty heart. Hey, let me tell you that flu in here. Boy, are my arms tired? Like, I don't understand you motherfuckers who, who think that. I said the same thing with Chris Rock. Think that these people are supposed to go through whatever they went through and take their time, however they long they take, and decide to speak about it on their show. And you talk about, oh, I didn't want to hear all that. I just wanted to hear jokes. Like, y'all sound retarded. What do you mean? Of what, what, what did you, th you think she was gonna come back in her first special after and not talk about, like, I don't, 
people be slow. That's all. I just people niggas be slow. I don't understand it. So um Courtney, shout out to Courtney. She was like, Man, listen, comedy is where they say you can tell people's intellect and, and, and it's a lot of low intellects and not smart people and that's why ain't shit funny. And I think that's true. I give that shit a six out of ten. I give it a six out of ten and I'm gonna tell you why. Because well, I give it a six out of ten. It's not easy because I've I've watched every Moni special prior, and she's been funnier. Not that's not to say she wasn't funny in this one. Because if y'all listen, caveat, like I said last week, if you don't have the experience and you don't have the background to to understand where jokes are coming from and what people are trying to communicate in their jokes and what they're trying to relay, then I don't, you know, you're not going to think anything is funny. Like I said last week, when people, you know, telling jokes about crack and whatever, and you're getting offended and you are not even of an age of a generation that even went through the crack era, then I don't understand how you're getting offended because you don't even, you don't have the, you don't even know y'all like y'all didn't go through that shit. And if the people who did go through it can laugh and see how it was funny, then I don't see how nobody else has anything else to say. Like, how are you getting offended? Somebody who's fucking 25, 20, 30 years old don't know shit about the crack era or nothing, didn't go anything through it. That shit was way over by the time you came along. How are you offended by somebody talking about it? Like, that shit is mindless to me. It makes no sense to me. I, I think there's a lot of people nowadays who just watch comedy for the, for the entire purpose to find offense and to be offended. And I just think that's retarded. I think if you don't, you know, just sitting and watching somebody special, waiting to see if they're going to be problematic, waiting to see if they're going to... That's corny to me. That's real whack. It's very low-brained to me because, you know, I just like, yo, people are telling their stories from that point of view. Now, if there's a comedian you don't like, like I said, I haven't watched Dave Chappelle since the second special because I don't, first of all, I don't think Dave Chappelle is funny. I've never thought he was funny. I've said this before, before all the controversy, I've never thought his stand-up was funny. I think Dave Chappelle hit a lick on the Chappelle show, and since then, everybody's pretending like he's a genius, because I do not recall nobody prior to the Chappelle show talking about they like Dave Chappelle. He was never mentioned as a top comic, never. It was always uh, Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, Jamie Foxx, some people, Bernie Mac, um, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hewley. It was always, nobody ever mentioned Dave Chappelle as a stand-up. Then he did the Chappelle show, and this is what I honestly think, and some of my friends fall in this category, and y'all forgive me. I think that the, Dave, the Chappelle show was funny, and it was groundbreaking, and it was cutting edge, and then Dave left it for the reason he said, but that's, he left it because he found out that the white boys was laughing at him, not with him, and I think that fucked him up. And he left because, you know, he's one of them black males. Those black men, they, 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 their whole goal is to be a white man. And they think they made it when they're in the room and the guy's like, oh, you're so, you're so smart. And then, but then when they find out that that's all, they just buttering you up. They don't, they really think you, they don't think you're smart at all. They just think you're a funny nigger that makes them money. And that should be, be hurting people's hearts. And I think that, um, People just got so invested in saying that Dave was smart and Dave was a genius that they can't let this shit go. Because there's, I'm sorry, I'm not believing that y'all are watching these specials that this man is doing that are not funny, that are on purpose to be offensive. That's his intent. And listen, if again, Dave Chappelle don't need me to watch it special. And I know there are people, but you not these people that acted like getting on stage and making fun of gay people, making fun of trans people, and the alphabet people. Like this is high this is so funny, like, I think y'all are slow, I think you're slow, or, like I said, second part, everybody's just so invested in this man being a genius, and this man being this smart, keep comic, and they just can't let it go, they can't admit that 
he's really not that funny. Like, he's up there lecturing and, and trying to offend people because he thinks that's funny, and that's very juvenile. Because he's a black male who feels like, oh, well, I can make fun of gay people I can make fun of, trans people I can make fun of, and if they don't like it, I can pretend they're sensitive and you can't say anything anymore. That's all he does, and I just feel like people are lying to themselves, and they're just sticking with it. Nobody wants to be the first one to say, you know what, I, he's really not that funny. Like, where are the jokes? You know, so I said all that preface to say that Monique didn't do anything different than what Dave Chappelle has been doing for five shows. And y'all act like this motherfucker cracked the comedy sky open with the trumpet and Gabriel and rewrote the whole game, compared this nigga to Pryor, compared this nigga to all these people. I disagree. Respectfully. Not respectfully. Disagree. I don't think that what Dave Chappelle d does can be can can be compared to Richard Pryor. And I think if you think it can, then you don't really know Richard Pryor. You maybe need to go back and watch Richard Pryor again and really understand what Richard Pryor is doing. Because Richard Pryor doesn't punch down on people. Richard Pryor was raised in a whorehouse and his mother was a prostitute and he had he burnt himself with a, with a crack pipe and Richard Pryor, you know, went through, it talks about all the shit he went through and, the sh and, and in a way that is very endearing and very ultimately about himself. And that's not what Dave Chappelle does. Dave Chappelle is stepping down on people, on other people for laughs. And it's not the same thing. So, anyway, um, I've heard all the feedback. I think I, I, it's, it's what I expected. I thought that she, what I, well, let me say it like this. Monique was on stage. She did tell, she told jokes. If, nigga, if y'all listen to them jokes about her being in the goddamn special education and that bitch, and you ain't laughing at that shit, I don't know what to tell you, because that shit had me in here hollering. I'm the best. Like, that shit, nigga, that shit had me hollering. But what I think Monique was doing, number one, she was getting that shit off her chest, which she has a right to do. Same thing I said with Chris Rock. Y'all motherfuckers think that y'all get to dictate how people want to talk about shit that happened to them makes no sense to me. Y'all, Chris Rock shouldn't have said nothing about how you gonna tell this man who got slapped in the face on national fucking TV that what, how he can feel or talk about something because you don't like it. Makes no sense to me. Monique got up there, and she got that shit off her chest. And not only did she get it off her chest, what's irritating me about the response to her is, y'all are so busy, again, trying to be offended, and, and, and with your arms crossed and your mouth squeezed up, just, just insisting that this is not going to be funny because you don't like her for whatever reason. And don't get me wrong, I was the first one to say, look, I think she went about all that shit all wrong. Of course. But I just didn't agree with people trying to downgrade her talent. I think that's bullshit. She's an amazing actress, and y'all acting like she wasn't never funny. Same shit y'all did with Chris Rock. That's whack and corny to me. That's whack and corny to me because you trying to take sides on some shit that really is no sides to be taken for real, for real. You know, it's just some shit that really ain't got nothing to do with you. You can have an opinion on it, but you you, you carrying the shit like it happened to you. That makes no sense to me. Monique was telling us in that special, deliberately or not, I think deliberately, who she is and why she acted the way she acted. And that's what I got from that special. What I also got from it, though, is, and I don't know if she's in therapy or not, I was like, this, you... You should probably something that you tell a and maybe she does. I'm saying I don't know. This is probably something you should be telling the therapist. But listen, Richard Pryor worked his shit out on stage. 
Monique can work hers out on stage too. A lot of comics do that. Maybe that is their therapy. I don't know. Y'all know I ain't the one to rush nobody into therapy. But Monique was telling us who she was. She told us all that background about her family and where she came from and to tell us who she is. She kept saying that. She was like, I'm a Baltimore bitch. I'm a basic bitch. When she was talking about being in Hollywood and how, <laughs> how she had to go buy the trinket and they left that shit in the fucking store because she wasn't paying that money for it. You know what I mean? Like, she was telling us who she was and I feel like people missed all of that. Caught up in, I don't, bullshit. People kept saying she came out. First of all, I've said this before. Straight people, I need y'all to mind y'all. If you think Monique came out in that special, you did not hear a fucking thing she said. Because she did not. She specifically said she's not coming out. All the gays mad at her talking about, oh, she just, listen, she never claimed to be a gay. That's not what she said. She actually said, oh, niggas gonna go home and say Monique came out. She said, no, I didn't, bitch. No. I don't identify with that. She talked about her gay um aunt. She talked about her gay uh, uncle. She talked about the gay people in her life and having respect for them and what happened. But the thing that she was saying in all of that, that everybody missed, that was the most important part, was her thing was how black people, because she was talking about black people, how her grandmother, how the black church has so many, has black people in such a chokehold that there are people who are denying their fam, their families, they can't even be at rest with their family who they love because they, because some fucking Bible that don't even say what y'all be saying it says has them in such a chokehold that they torturing their own fucking loved ones for being gay and how stupid and dumb that is. She talked about her grandmother who could, who loved her gay daughter like that was her favorite. She wouldn't do it in public because gay and the church and all. That's what she was saying. That was her message coming through. Like, you motherfuckers are letting this fucking church bullshit make y'all treat people bad and, 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 and have not have the joy of people in your fucking life because you're so worried about this fucking church nonsense. That's nonsense. She said how her grandmother would just pick every, whenever she was out with her, her you know, Bush Queen, uh, sorry, Bull, she said Bull Tag, Bush Dyke daughter, she was like, she would just be so uptight that anybody was going to say anything about her. She's just complaining about how she would breathe. And Monique was like, well, I was like, well, damn, is that the kid? Is you, if you hold your breath, is that how you cure the gay? Like, damn, the bitch can't even fucking breathe. You that pressed about somebody going to notice your daughter is gay that you complain about her breathing? Like, that, that shit was funny to me. But she was, that was deep. That's what she was saying. She didn't come out yet. Yeah, she said that which would, you know, listen, I've been, I'm a whole fucking day. I ain't never been so pressed with pussy that I can't sleep. She claimed she was, look, whatever. But she was really talking about just wanting to open her relationship up to a woman. That's, she wasn't saying she was gay. That was straight people throwing a little rainbow on her. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. She said, no, I'm not reciprocating. And that's, that's fine. Listen, I've been saying that about these so-called quote figures buying people for the longest time. Y'all not fucking buying. Y'all straight and y'all want to have sex with women. That's not the same fucking thing, okay? Y'all not on the line with us. Y'all not, um, you know, y'all just want to dibble and dabble. But at the end of the day, you still want your husband and you want the safety of being heterosexual and 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 norm and 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 gender norms. And y'all retreat to that because it's safe. Okay, yeah, y'all want to come out because, yeah, we fly and y'all want to be in the clubs and y'all want to claim buy, you not buy. 
And that's why I didn't have a problem with Monique said, because she illustrated exactly what I'm saying. A lot, and that's why I don't fall with them. Y'all be that. Listen, I keep telling y'all, the reason we got all these letters is because y'all keep letting anybody in. Somebody come down to the Glade Club one time, take a drink, spin around, kiss a girl, want to claim by, and you're, oh, well, we have to add this. We have to add this letter on. We have to add question. Well, do we? Do we have to add? Do we have to add it? Let's call a vote. Let's have a quorum. Let's ask. Let's 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 put the fact pattern out there. Put it around. Send a send a survey around. See what everybody say. See, do we even count this? As part of our community before we just tap this shit on the end of it. That's what be killing me. I don't even know the fucking letters now. Because L.O. questioning queer and nine but And I'm not saying, listen, whatever people want to call themselves, I don't have a problem with that. I'm not going to argue you down about what you are because you're not going to argue me down about what I am. I, I, that's not what I'm saying. But, like, words mean things. And it's a lot of people that's dibbling and dabbling in shit they want to do because they think it's it's sexy or they think it's um you know uh taboo or they want to be cool like i said but at the end of the day bitch you ain't never had a girlfriend you ain't never had a mentor you know all you have is boyfriends and husbands ain't nobody never see yeah we see you sneaking off to the gay club and yeah you know but you ain't got this bitch out in public nowhere you calling her your friend or whatever you know like get out of here with that bullshit you know, you're not reciprocating everything. You treating her like a fucking man. You doing all this um, heteronormative bullshit, and she's a fucking dumbass. So she letting you do it. You know, that's that's and that's why I don't have a problem with Monique said because if you listen, if you really listen, she didn't come out. She actually said that's not what I'm about because and and the reason why they have a problem with it because she just talked about what her what her aunt who was went through and what her uncle who was went through how they the shit and she said man this is how y'all treat the gay people and this is what happened and this is how my uncle who was a nice they used to beat him up every, you know she she un, she she went through the whole thing of saying she understands what a struggle and how hard it is to be in that community that's what she said, and then she said how, and this is, and I have to admit that I be wanting this, but I'm not that, because I'm not going through that, and I don't do that, and I, and, and that's not my struggle, so that's what she said, but y'all missed it, because all the straight people say she came out, no, she didn't, and it's okay, like we told y'all, I keep saying, it's okay to be straight and want to try, we get it, but there's a difference between sex, a, a lot of straight women who only deal with men, they don't, if they don't have sex with men, they don't get off, they go their whole lives where it's all about the man, the men get his little pumps, he can, y'all fucking faking and shit, and then when they get fucked for real, they lose their minds, we understand that, and we also, but there's a difference between behavior and, 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 and orientation, and, and what I'm trying to say is, y'all let a lot of motherfuckers that just want to have sex with you, claim this struggle, being lesbian, being gay is a struggle, man, niggas is still out here calling people faggots, beating people upside the head, three dudes just got arrested for the, um, last summer they was drugging and killing the gay men, targeting drugs, like, it's still out here, it's still a struggle, I know it's 2023 and we're a little bit more free, but it's still, like, you know, it ain't that easy being gay still, okay, and y'all just let motherfuckers dip their toe in and hip and hop and want to wave the rainbow flag. Oh, I'm an ally. That's nice, but y'all let them in too much. To me, it's 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 the equivalent of like what we say when black people be in the struggle and we be getting hit with the bull and, and marching and, and taking the hits and taking the blows. And as soon as we get a little progress, here come the Latinos and POCs talking about what about us? And we like, what about y'all? Y'all sit in the back with the white folks, you know, trying to assimilate, trying to fit in until y'all see us getting somewhere. It's the same thing. 
That's all I'm saying. I don't have a problem with Monique did because Monique didn't identify. She did not say I'm bi. She is not what she said. She said she want to have sex with a woman, but she don't want to reciprocate. That's not coming out. The reason she said it like she said it is because she was trying to to differentiate what her relatives, who she said one when her grandmother finally died, she turned into a homeless drunk because she just was you know treated so bad by her mother. And I forgot, and I think she said her uncle died too, but I don't think she said from what. Um, I can't remember that part. But she was contrasting that against what she wanted and what she she tied it in because she said that she had those desires, but she didn't want to say anything because she saw the way her grandmother treated her auntie for being gay, so she didn't want to say anything. Because she didn't want to get lumped in and treated that way. And she actually said she was ashamed of herself for doing it. That's how she transitioned. She said, but I was a punk. I was a punk because I didn't say anything. I saw how they treated y'all. And so I kept it to myself. So I didn't have a problem with Monique. Said, I don't think Monique came out the closet. I don't think she did. I think Monique said she wants to have threesomes with her husband, and that's fine. There's plenty of straight women out here or people you could pay or whatever like to have sex with couples, people that you can get. That to, that to me, that's not bisexual. But it's a lot of people like that that claim bisexual, and that's why a lot of us don't like y'all and we don't fool with y'all because y'all don't police y'all shit enough. Y'all want to let everybody, anybody that kissed a girl one time, sucked a titty at a party, put some salt on somebody's titty and, got, and shot a tequila off of that spring break, y'all want to call them bisexual. Nah. A lot of that shit is for male attention. A lot of that shit is because you're trying to keep your man from cheating. A lot of that shit is because you're curious, and like I said, that's the first time some a girl, the first time you got your toes curled was from a girl. And now you don't know what to fucking do. Same shit. That's why a lot of us, you'll hear us say, we don't want to be nobody's first time. I don't want to be nobody's first female. No, you're not finna stalk me to death. You're not finna chase me all around. You're not finna follow me everywhere. No, no thank you. Go go, go figure out if this is what you want and, and, and what it is first and then come back. I'm not trying to be nobody first. Made that mistake younger. No thank you. So, I gave it a 6 out of 10, because again, it's not the funniest I've ever seen Monique, but I didn't expect it. I knew she was going to come out and do that. I knew she was going to come out and get that shit off her chest, and I think that her telling us her background, she was explaining why she is the way she is, why she people calling her stubborn, and she said that. She was like, I hate a bully, and she told the whole story about the bully, which is funny. She said, I hate a bully, and I hate people that pick on people just because they can and because they feel like they're weaker and because they feel like they have the power. So that told me a lot. Then she talked about her husband, which we all can't, you know, we all understand what we had to say about him. But she said that, you know, he stuck with her when she was at her lowest. I don't know what that means, but apparently she known him since she was 14 years old, which is important. Because of somebody you know since you're 14 years old, that's a day one. That's somebody that knew you before all this shit. That's somebody knew you, knew your mama, know where you come from, know you grew up, where you, how you grew up, knew your auntie was a crackhead, y'all went to school together. That's different. That's a day one. So when she said that, I was like, okay, I, I see why she allows him to be because... When, especially in something like Hollywood, I'm sure, where everybody is fake and you don't really know who you can trust and you got a nigga that's known you since you was 14, I get it now. I'm not saying I understand. I ain't saying she ain't still tripping. I'm just saying I get where she's coming from with that because I know people like that. 
She's, well, you know, I know people like that. Like, nigga, I'm from the streets. Yeah, all this Hollywood shit is nice. Yes, I appreciate the opportunities. But at the end of the day, when I feel like you're trying to punk me, I'm not going to be punked. Right or wrong. I got, I, you know, I got to respect that. I see what she was saying. So she's never going to do what you and I, who don't come from that background, was like, girl, listen, you know, made your point. But, like, look, this is Oprah. You're not going to win against Oprah. Just go ahead and, you know, you being complicated. You being, you know, that shit don't. It's like a street nigga. Anybody know street niggas gotta, you gotta deal with a street, a street nigga don't give a fuck about that corporate shit. Listen, you gotta talk to them a certain way, you gotta be, if you say you're gonna do something, you gotta do it. They not going, if they don't, you know, they don't go for the bullshit. If you can't say, you know, alright, well, I look, money gotta be here at this time. It's just, it's certain, when you know a, a person comes from a certain background, you have to deal with them differently. You got to understand how they're going to be. They don't want to hear a bunch of, well, you know, we have to go back and we reconvene. They don't want to hear about that shit. You said you was going to do it. You said they had, you said you was going to be here. You said you had the money. Now you ain't got my fucking money, nigga. I don't want to give, I don't hear about the, couldn't get the toll and the flat tire. Where's my motherfucking money? I'm about to go on my trunk on you. That's, you can't, you got to deal with street niggas a certain way. You can't come at a street nigga with some old, on some old corporate shit. And, and that's how, that's what I, that's the energy I got from that special. That's what I, whether, I don't even know. I mean, no, I think it was on purpose. That's what she was trying to tell us. Listen, because she ended it with, I'm not Oprah, I'm not this, I'm not that. My name is Monique. She letting us know, nigga, I said what I said. I am who I am. I stuck by my guns. I never thought she was lying. And I know most people never thought she was lying. We just thought maybe she was going about the wrong way and maybe, you know, probably need somebody to handle it better, but now that I know that nigga's known her since she was 14 years old, and she's a, this is her third husband, and she calling him daddy, and I don't, listen, I get, I go back and forth on the daddy thing, I understand that there, that is problematic, I understand the little kind of creepy, incestuous thing, but as somebody personally who was raised by my daddy, who has a daddy, I don't see it that way, I never... I'm never, if I call, well, I'm never gonna call a nigga daddy, but I'm just saying, if if I would, not a nigga, if I would call somebody daddy to me, I'm not calling you my daddy that's my dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, it's a different connotation to me, but I understand, I do understand how people say it's creepy, I just really don't, because if, if we and you fucking, or we go together, you and wife, and I say daddy, I'm not talking about my fucking father, I'm, we, people say that to me, like the boss, or like, or you got it, or like, you know, I'll do whatever you say, like to show, to show subservience, you know what I'm saying, like it's not, you're my father, but I get how some people take it that way, I just don't, and I don't have a big deal with it, and I I deal with it like to me, daddy is gender neutral. It doesn't necessarily have to be a man. I call um, Zendaya daddy Daya because <laughs> Zendaya gets big dick energy. She be scooping that motherfucker up like like nigga, come here. Like I call her daddy Daya. Like that's what that's what I how I use it. And that's how a lot of people use it, and that's in the gay community. It it can mean anything. Like it's all different work ways that word works, so I don't, I don't attach it to this incestuous, my father molested me, why you wanna fuck your father that y'all straight weirdo niggas do, I don't attach it to that at all, I don't think there's nothing wrong with it, I think if you wanna call your man daddy, if you wanna call your girl daddy, if you wanna call your wife husband, that's y'all business, I don't think that it's, it's just, it's just to show, A, I'm giving you, the, I'm giving you the, the aux, say they say the aux cord, I'm giving you the controller, here you go, you daddy, 
there you go, top dog, bottom bitch. It's all kind of ways to signify. So I don't really have a problem with that, and I think that people who try to make that leap and make it about that are, are weird themselves and probably need to go talk to the lady because I'm not talking about my... If I'm talking about my father, that's my daddy. My, my actual father <laughs> that had me. That's my daddy. I'm not talking about daddy. That's different. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the same thing. So, yeah. Um, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I feel like she had to get that off her chest, and probably her next one will be, like, more of the jokes that people want. But, like, y'all, nigga, like, y'all, y'all gotta understand, man, like, comedy is not just about getting up there telling jokes. Like, people are, are telling their lives and their experiences. Like, who... Who, who gets up there like, you know, everything's a knock-knock, who's there? Like, what do y'all be talking about? Well, it wasn't no jokes. Y'all ain't think that fucking retarded shit was funny? Because I did, bitch. That shit made me fucking laugh. I was in, I felt almost kind of bad. Because I was like, yo, she was talking about the, <laughs> she was like the girl couldn't hold her head up, nigga. And <laughs> talking about fighting her. Oh my God, that shit was funny to me. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I'm glad she's back. And I feel like she said what she had to say, got off her chest. So I said, now I said for her the same thing I said for Chris Rock. Now, if you keep this going, then we gonna get into like, alright, girl, you sound a little bitter. And people say she sound bitter. I don't think she sounded bitter. I think she sounded like, hey, I'ma say my side. I'm, everybody that has something to say. Everybody didn't talk they shit. I'm gonna tell you my side. And I don't understand why people think that people are not supposed to do that. This shit happened to her. It ain't happened to me. I don't want to hear that. Then don't fucking watch it. What the fuck are you talking about? What you thought she was going to get up there and do? Tell me, hey, Mr. Parker. And she did that too. Mr. Parker, hey, Mr. Ogilvy. You thought that's what she was going to do? Mama, no. Like, y'all thought that's what she was going to do? I don't understand. And, and, and comedy is subjective. If you don't think it's funny, that's fine. I ain't going to argue down with what's funny. But, like, I don't y'all keep watching these things over and over and over and ain't nothing funny. Maybe you're taking yourself too serious. That's all I'm saying. Because I thought some more, some more and Dion Cole special made me laugh. I didn't watch Marla. I listen. I, Marla Wayans, God bless him. Never been funny to me ever. I'm I'm not watching those. Spe- the whole specials about Chris Rock getting slapped. I'm not. No, thank you. Okay. I've watched. Um. I don't watch Dave. I don't think Dave is funny. I did. Cat is my favorite, but his last special wasn't that great. You know, look, they don't all be great. Cat been funny as fuck. This last one not so much. The last one I saw Martin Lawrence, I didn't think was funny at all. You know, you could tell he been sitting in the house and not really out. Um, you know, I don't know who's next to, to do one, but, but, uh, oh, Earthquake, Earthquake did one, I thought his was funny, um, um, you know, not bust a gut, but, like, I laughed, so, you know, I mean, look, I, I don't know, it's getting dumb, it's getting dumb time to me now, like, if you don't like the shit, you don't like it, if you don't want to watch it, you don't want to watch it, but y'all motherfuckers turning these shits on and sit there with your arms crossed and your face crunched up, ready to take a little notes, didn't like that, offensive, misgendered, Huh. Drugs? Oh my god, who would say that? What? That's not even properly plural. Look at your shoes. Ugh, like y'all are some... Like, can you please get a fucking life? Like, damn, don't watch the shit then. Don't watch the shit. Because y'all, it's getting, it's getting stupid. Alright. Um. Lastly, so, you know, I, 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 I think it's worth watching. Um. Just please don't come away with that saying Monique came out because she did. Um, yeah. Clarence Thomas then got exposed for being bribed. I mean, look. Okay. 
the man already been exposed for helping his wife plot a coup. I'm not understanding why he not getting more heat for that. This little bribery thing. Okay, what's going to happen with this now? Yeah, so you can, I mean, I want people to understand that Clarence Thomas was sitting waiting for them. If them fucking fools had, had been able to pull off what they pulled off, he was going to be the one sitting waiting to make that shit legal and, put, and, 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 and establish a coup and put Donald Trump in office. I, I hope people understand that that's the part that he played in that. And, there, and so far, there's been nothing. So, I don't know how this one's going to be different. But, you know, look. You know, I I can't keep saying the same shit over and over again. Like, I don't understand what the DOJ is doing. I don't understand why there's no pressure on the DOJ to do something. I think, listen, somebody needs to go down there and be like, look, bro, what are you doing? Like, this ain't the appeals court. We, You know, I just don't think, he, I don't think he should have been placed there. I don't think that the, the Department of Justice is a, is a is at a time like this is a role to give him as, as consolation prize because you put him up for Supreme Court and then didn't press it through and then you sat and let um you know no disrespect Ruth Bader Ginsburg die and give them another seat after they already had two seats like I just don't think that's uh, uh, okay it's enough he been in there a little bit he got a few frauds let's get somebody else in there that's ready to really you know rock and roll. I think it's a drag on the Biden presidency. I really do. Um, and I don't think they realize how much people have been waiting for some kind of consequences for these people and not seeing them. All right. That's all I got to say on that. Um, I don't have new things for y'all to watch because I've been very busy and haven't really been watching anything myself. Um, Oh, I do though. Beef on Netflix. So it took me a while to get. I don't like Ali Ali Wong. I'm not a, a fan of hers. So it was taking me a while to get through. the first episode. Was like kind of uh, what this is about to be. But by the time the end, the first episode hit, I was like, oh, this shit, <laughs> this, is, this is lit. So they like they keeping it real on that show. So um, beef on Netflix. Please watch that. It's hilarious. Um, and something else I've been watching. I can't remember. Is it on Netflix? Uh, I just finished something. I'll probably think of it as soon as I get off this mic. So anyway, but, you know, look, this was episode 335. I know I said at the beginning, I'm saying it again now. Um, thanks for listening. Like me, rate me, tell a friend. Um, I'm Follow me on Twitter. Um, yeah, and, you know, see y'all next week. Peace.